I like intensity like that and I expect a lot out of life and myself. And the craziest part is that it happened. Hello, hello everyone and welcome back to another coffee talk. I would drink a coffee with you, but I've already drank my coffee this morning on my way home and I'm actually out of coffee, sad reality, but um, so here I am. Maybe I should drink some water. I feel like you can never have too much water. Actually, that's a lie. You can have too much water, but I am nowhere near that point today. So whatever you're drinking, I cheers you. Today I'm gonna to be doing another just spur of the moment, off the cuff coffee talk where we talk about well, today I'm gonna to be talking about my spiritual awakening update because it's been over a year now since I made the video where I talked about going through a spiritual awakening and so much has happened since then. The fact that I'm even sitting here in this setting and recording today, like, is enough to feel like my brain might explode. I posted the spiritual awakening video while I was in Bali, and then when I came back from Bali from my yoga teacher training, I posted a how Bali changed me, which really kind of set the course for all of the change that happened afterwards. And it was in Bali that I realized that I wanted to drastically change my life in the sense of where I was living, what my lifestyle was really like and where I just saw myself being instead. It wasn't just, oh, okay, I am gonna leave Toronto, which was something I never saw myself doing. I knew I wanted to be with or near my sister, but I also knew that I wanted to be in a space or a place that would allow me to connect more with nature. and to slow down my life enough that I could do things more mindfully because I love Toronto. Toronto has amazing food, Toronto has amazing parks, Toronto has amazing art and graffiti and the city itself, I love. But living in it, it really heightened my anxiety in a lot of different ways and a lot of subtle ways. This overlapped with the pandemic hitting. And when I got home from Bali, I spent a lot of time grieving, crying alone by myself. I lived alone, still do, but I was living alone through that pandemic portion in Toronto. All I saw when I pictured something in my head was just like a place that I could garden, a place with trees and a place with nature. And I had no idea what that looked like, but I could feel it in my bones. I put my things in storage, I left Toronto, I went and visited my friend across the country, and then I came back to Ottawa, and I was living in Airbnbs while I tried to find a house. And I hit probably one of the worst burnouts I've ever had in my entire life. I wasn't just burnt out from work, I was burnt out spiritually, mentally, physically, just in every aspect of the word. Like I felt like I was just drained. I feel for any of you that have ever gone through anything, anything at all, doesn't need to be like a full on breakdown. It doesn't need to be burnout. It can just be anything and feeling like you're kind of going through it alone. That was really how I felt at that point. I felt like everything was falling down around me and I could do nothing but sit and watch. It's in my belief that our dark phases or our shadow work really do open us up to the change that we need, but it doesn't feel good and you don't think that way when you're in the middle of a dark period. You just feel like I'm never gonna come out of this and that's how I felt in that moment. Having to do all of this excess paperwork and just like all of these things that I basically really didn't know how to do, but because I run a business on myself, I had to figure out how to do on my own while trying to like, buy a house and I mean my other friends were also going through things and I was on top of that trying to post a daily video series and I just crumbled like I, I fell apart and hitting rock bottom 
tends to be kind of like the foundation of building something totally new. And there was this one day, I don't even know where the idea came from. I think I read an article or something of someone that was like, write out a five-year plan. So I sat down that day and I wrote out my five-year plan. It was also the first manifesto I wrote right before I started doing monthly manifestos, which are basically just like a script of like, this is what's gonna happen or this already happened right before the month starts. I won't read out my entire five-year manifestation to you, but to end 2020, I wanted Bentley to be happy, healthy, and thriving. I hadn't bought my house yet, but I wrote, I just bought my new dream country home near Ottawa and Kira. I am prepared and ahead of the membership content launch in 2021. I met my soulmate and I've organized my business, my team and my accounts. So that was pretty much me being like to end 2020, this is what I'm going to manifest for the next two months. And it was ambitious, right? Like meeting your soulmate, buying a dream house and basically organizing and prepping your entire business plan as you shift into a new career or like a new like zone of your career online. I like intensity like that and I expect a lot out of life and myself. And the craziest part is that it happened. So the day that I wrote this manifesto is the same day I found the listing for this house. So right after I wrote my five-year plan, I sat down, pulled up the real estate pages for Ottawa and the surrounding area, and I started my hunt. And I only was like three or four houses deep before I found the listing for this house. And so I reached out to a real estate agent. I sent her the link to this listing and was like, this is the only house I'm interested in. And my real estate agent was like, oh, okay, like here are some other houses that fit your criteria and I was like no like this is the one like I don't know why I can't explain it it felt like a conjunction of not only everything I was dreaming of but also old pieces of old places I used to live so the condo I lived in in Toronto it had little aesthetics that felt like that condo and just little things about the house that just came together that really created this place that felt like it was like built in the landscapes of my mind even. And it was the first time after all of just the months that came prior to it of questioning and wondering if I made a mistake leaving Toronto or certain decisions that I had made in my career and wondering if I had made the wrong choice or it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. Like something's gonna fall through, something's gonna stop me from being able to buy this house. And then it just didn't, it just kind of kept on unfolding and there were, trust me, very many problems along the way. The day that I officially signed the papers to own this house, for the first time, it was like a sign that I had made the right choice. And since then, it's just been like more and more evidence of that. By August, 2020, I had been single for over a year. I knew after I ended my last relationship, I wanted to be super cautious about ever dating again. But at the same time, I also was really struggling with being alone. If you've ever struggled with being alone or being single, first and foremost, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's no shame in struggling with being single, especially if you are like a lover by fault like I'm definitely a hopeless romantic and so my friend Maria is incredibly incredibly gifted and spiritual and she really encouraged me along with watching practical magic back in October where she writes out a manifestation of her perfect man that you know what I need to like know what I'm looking for so that if you were to walk into a coffee shop you just go to the pickup table and just take whatever the barista gives you you might like the drink you end up with you might not you don't know 
But if you walk into a coffee shop and you walk up to the barista and you make an exact order, then when you go over to pick up your drink, you know exactly what you're getting and it's exactly what you want. And so I took that into creating a manifestation list of the person I was trying to draw into my life or was working on energetically kind of calling me. It's a little bit corny if I'm being honest with you, but I will tell you about a dream I had right around the same time I did this list. So Halloween rolls around and I was at my sister's house who had just had her new baby, my baby niece, watching my sister and her husband just be so connected and to be watching them just like hover over this creation that came from their love. It was heartwarming and just so beautiful to witness in a sense, just watching my sister be so deeply connected to this family she was growing. Both of my siblings, really. We've all been through so much in terms of our family. And after that, went back to my Airbnb. Ariana Grande had just dropped her Positions album. And I wasn't even like that big of a Ariana Grande fan before this album, but this album converted me. I made a pact with myself that Ariana Grande's Positions album was gonna be my manifestation album. And it was so upbeat and uplifting, so every time I felt really low, I would bop to Ariana Grande's new album and it just elevated my energy. I was listening to the Positions album in the bed of the Airbnb I was in and I was like, nothing we can do tonight is gonna make that feel better, like let's just go to sleep. That night, I had a dream. So this was from November 1st and I wrote the dream down as soon as I woke up. So I say, I'm going on dates and I'm at a party of the sleeping subconscious. So it was almost like I was at a party with people that were all asleep, but as we were all asleep, we were all at the same subconscious party and I was going on dates at this party. There were two guys at the party that I liked. One of which, as I spoke to him, he kept on touching my hair, but like not in a creepy way, like touching it and just like a tucking it behind the ear way. My sister was at this party with me and she looked at me and smiled. I woke up thinking, this guy has a California chillin' in Canada vibe. I felt confident, sure of myself, powerful, and like I knew exactly the road I had to take to get here. And then when I woke up from that dream, I wrote, waking up from this dream, it feels like Christmas night when you know you have to fall back asleep because Santa is coming to do his thing. And so that was on November 1st that I wrote that, well, midnight, in the middle of the night, November 1st. So, <laughs> this is turning into the longest story time ever. That mixed with, my manifestation man's list, which was basically someone who's loyal, honest, spiritually open, an animal lover, working on bettering himself and the world. He's active, he's older than me, he has good style and hair, he's got a good name and a compatible birth chart. Yep, I wrote that down. <laughs> he's future and family oriented. He has a loving family and lots of welcoming friends. We have deep conversations. He makes me coffee in the morning. He's protective, but playful, affectionate, supportive, emotionally available, makes me laugh, cheers me up. He's romantic. We go on adventures together. We spend time outside, things like that. Those are the types of things I was writing down. And then, anywho, flash forward. So the same week that I signed the papers and got my house, I was in the small town that I'm in or living in now or close to now, and I met who is now my boyfriend. We were like, hey, why do I feel like I've known you before? It was this weird thing because it was like, okay, we're obviously in a pandemic. He's from this small town, but I had just moved here. And it was this weird serendipitous thing. And we started to slowly hang out. And it didn't take me very long to realize by like maybe the third or fourth time we spent time together that he is the epitome of a California vibe guy 
in Canada, except like the Canadian version of California vibes. Just super chill, super laid back, but also like, I just can't even explain it. It was the weirdest thing. And as soon as I felt that, I went back into my notes and was flipping out because I was like, there's no way, there's no way. And then the same week that happened, I signed the papers and officially became the owner of my new home, my first home. In the span of, I wanna say like four or five weeks, I went from rock bottom to feeling like I had been gifted these like golden magic seeds or seedlings that had officially been planted by partially myself and the actions and choices I was making, but also partially felt like it was from some higher source that was like, this is why you had to do what you did and get to where you were so that we can now come in and plant these things for you. And I feel like I did a 180 and went from wanting to go back asleep when I woke up to not wanting to fall asleep because I was just like always in a giddy mood. Cream cheese, but it's true. So I'm running out of lighting here and I need to speed up this story time. There's more I wanted to talk about like collective consciousness or downloading messages from my higher self. Gonna have to do that in a separate coffee talk. I guess this just kind of turned into how I manifested my house and my boyfriend, but it's one that I've been getting lots of questions on. So hopefully you guys are enjoying this chat. I don't want to sit here and make it seem like, you know, everything is perfect or happened perfectly because manifestation is a really powerful tool when you use it and you use it right. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that everything's gonna go right or be perfect. Like no relationship is perfect. No scenario is perfect. No house is perfect. Like this does sound like a really nice manifestation story tied together with a pretty little bow, but it came with lots of bumps in the road, trial and error, so many mistakes, so much like distrust with the universe, distrust in myself, hardships, crying, tears, grief, lots of stuff, like lots of things had to come together for me to be sitting really here right now and telling this story. Things that I'm still coping with, things I'm still working through, anger and resentment I'm still kind of working through even too. But as all this was happening, even the books I was reading, everything in a way, in a subliminal way, felt like it was pointing me exactly to here. And so if you're listening to today's story, and you're in a place in your life where you're like, you're feeling like maybe I was feeling back in October or maybe you're not even that far deep. Maybe you honestly just want some sort of proof or faith or a little bit of trust that things will eventually work out. If you're willing to continue to let go and trust yourself and, and trust the timing of your life. Fear is an inevitable part of the human experience, but instead to not let your fear stop you and to keep going after what you feel is true inside of you or like what you feel is meant for you in your soul. Everybody's technique of going after and cultivating and creating a life that suits them or that aligns with who they are is going to be different. I hope my success story today gives you that sense of faith. So I wanna talk about one more weird thing that's going to basically create a spin-off for a future chat that I plan on having now because we missed a couple of the topic pointers I wanted to get to today. The craziest part about all of this, there's this journal entry I have from last year and it's from Christmas time. I had just signed up for my yoga teacher training and all of these things were basically setting themselves up. I had this feeling I was on the cusp of a lot of change but I couldn't quite explain the feeling. And Christmas of 2019, I wrote a journal entry that says, 
this will be the last Christmas you spend sad. About November of this year that just passed, I started to remember this feeling and I started getting this message from my papa, who is someone who I was very, very close to. My whole family was super close with our papa. He was like kind of the pinnacle in a lot of ways of all of us. He was just such a just a very powerful presence. He was a very noble man. He had gone through a lot and we were all just, I was really close with my papa. Anyone that met my papa liked my papa. Ever since he's passed, he's visited me in dreams. We've had deep conversations. Like he's sent me signals when I've asked for them. And so it was weird because November came around and just before I found this house, just before I met my boyfriend, I kept re-downloading this thought or re-downloading this idea. It felt like it was coming from him that it was like, you're about to receive a bounty this Christmas or like Santa's coming for you this Christmas, which again, tying it back to that dream I had where I woke up and said, I felt like it was like Christmas day or like Santa was doing his thing. And one night in particular, when I was staying in one of my Airbnbs, it was really, really cold. And I was outside with Bentley and I was working on trying to solidify buying this house. And I was looking up at the stars, downloaded it like so crisp and clear, like, it's happening, it's coming like this Christmas, trust me. Then by the Christmas time, the Christmas that just passed, I was living in this house and I woke up on Christmas Eve right before I went to my hometown with who is now my boyfriend and wrote a journal entry, full circle corny right now, but I wrote a journal entry that day that was like, yo, I'm not sad this Christmas. One last really cool kind of manifestation story along this path I've been on is, I actually vlogged this, but the day that I signed the papers for my new home, I found this note on my phone. It popped up like when you just slide your phone off to the side and it showed up as a recommended, a recommended note. And I read it and it was of an old tarot reading. The note itself was titled, why you are choosing to see things clearly now, why you are wanting to let go. You need to know why and be centered before you'll be able to do so. And this was written April 10th, 2020, so quite literally a year ago. And it says, you need to decide to do things for you. The place you stand to make decisions is important. You need to be rooted. Be grounded in what you've already accomplished and manifest so you can choose to live in what you feel like you owe yourself. Protect your resources, your energy, your love, heart, expectations, and dreams. You have to do it for you. You're gonna get a new beginning in self-love and in self-awareness. It's a rebirth of life and circumstances as the world goes through this too. You can choose whatever you want. If you're settling, you need to ask why. You're getting brighter because you're realizing you can stand on your own. A new seed, perhaps a new way of doing your work. Coming into rebirth, you've never been in this position before in your life. You're stronger and more powerful than ever. You can manifest circumstances that are magical. It's time for you to take action. Clear your spaces, keep only what is essential. You've been waiting for something for a while. You thought you were done waiting. You thought you already had what for your entire life you were waiting for, but you realize that what you have is not that and you may need to wait a little bit longer. Once you've chosen a path, it becomes clear. You feel like you don't have any options anymore and you feel like this is what is right. You're heading towards the 10 of pentacles, max capacity and abundance. There was a person or thing that was holding you back. It took a while for you to make a decision and you juggled your choices. But now that you know it's time to take action and realize you are enough, another choice will be revealed and it will be in your romantic relationship. It could be in regards of a soulmate or someone who feels like home to you. You're maybe thinking, do I move into the future or do I hold on to my past? There's a new energy in this love department, releasing relationships, entering new ones, evaluating relationships in general. You're taking charge of your life, pulling in everything you want and manifesting it through your feminine, not going out and getting it. And you will have more happiness than you have ever even wanted coming to you. More happiness than you thought possible or that you thought you deserved. 
It'll feel like dancing underwater. Fears may get really loud with this new happiness. They may simmer, bubble up, and then simmer again. It's just an awareness of how these new happier energies are entering your life. There's a masculine energy here that is really strong and steady. This person is a stable force in your life. It's wild to look back in hindsight and piece a lot of these things together. Could they just be coincidence? If you believe in coincidences, then maybe. Everything happens for a reason, but it also happens it just happens, like with no reason, it just happens. I initially planned on today's chat being a spiritual awakening update. This ended up kind of turning into an update on how spiritually or trusted spiritually that my life was on, a, on the right path even when it felt like I was in a really dark hour. I'm still going to do that chat for you guys. Let me know if you want it on things like collective consciousness and downloading messages. Little moments where you just feel like this, the hair kind of raise on the back of your neck and you just know something's happening or know, you just know then you're not crazy, let me say that, because that was gonna be like the main point I hit across in my spiritual awakening video that even ever since all of this has happened, like it's only felt like the beginning of something huge. The amount of times since moving into this house that I've had deja vu of really old dreams that I remember or moments or messages just come through about certain things and certain alignments happen have been kind of insane to me and I've been documenting them and writing them down so that I don't feel crazy when they happen. There's so much here that I could talk about. There's so much more I could share, but I'll, I'm going to leave it here today because I feel like this was quite a big life update and spiritual manifestation update. And if you guys want the talk about collective consciousness, just let me know. I think someone requested that on the discord chat, so I'll probably do it either way. I still have my psychic reading from Jane from the rock store who I used to see in Toronto. And so far she has predicted almost nearly everything to a T, including moving, including my guy, including starting a membership. Like all of these things are things that she predicted, which I think is insane. And so I wanna tell the story through that lens as well. So if you guys want those chats, just let me know. And outside of that, I'm wishing you guys all the happiest rest of your day. If you guys have any manifestation stories to tell, feel free to leave them in the comment section down below or share them over on the Discord chat. And outside of that, I will talk to all of you guys in our next chat. Bye guys. Bye.